Welcome to In a World Podcast. I am your host, Mary Wynn, and today we have a very special guest in to talk about this specific movie that I suggested and I regretted afterwards. And her name is Trine Nicole. Hey, everyone. Yes, it was a very random movie, <laughs> but I I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? It was difficult, but I, I enjoyed the premise. Oh, yes, yes. The premise is very cool. And the movie we're talking about is Jonah Hex, <laughs> 2010's Jonah Hex. And I'm pretty sure none of you watched it at all. <laughs> um, so it it was directed by a Jimmy Hayward, who I, I, I thought he was like some sort of like action director or mm-hmm. something. No, he worked all in animation. Interesting. Yeah, he directed Horton Hears a Who. Interesting. You know what? That, I mean, like, I know we can get into it, but I thought it was weird how they had the comic uh, shots within the movie. Yeah. That's unnecessary. Like, Marvel doesn't do that. Yeah. And and it's based on comics. Yeah. (laughs) Even more famous comics. Yeah, yeah. A very, it's a pretty obscure graphic novel that this movie is based on. So, but yes. um, So, like, did you know anything about this movie before watching it? Not at all. No? You don't remember I don't don't even remember it being advertised. Yeah. This was my first time hearing about it. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, all I remember from it is, like, Megan Fox. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember, like, 2010 was definitely her heyday kind Mm -hmm, of thing. mm -hmm. I think. Transformers. Yes. All that. Yes. Um, so, so it, and Jonah Hex is starring, um, jo- uh, Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. has a legendary career, but the only notable accomplishment that I will give him is he's, uh, Barbara Streisand's stepson. Wow. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah, really? Huh. Um, so his dad, uh, James Brolin is married to Barbara Streisand and like, they've been married for a really long time. But wasn't he in the Goonies? Yes. In other, like, he, he has like. Some good movies. Yes, yeah. but Barbara Streisand only, Trinae. In this house, we only talk about Barbara Streisand. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I am so sorry. And, and recently, he's actually been in, like, a couple, obviously, a couple, like, pretty big, like, mm-hmm. comic book movies, too. Like, Deadpool 2, Avengers Infinity War, oh, yeah. and Endgame mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. So he's been in pretty big comic book movies since this film. <laughs> Okay, great, great. Redemption. Yeah, redemption. Um, and then we have uh, John um, how Malkovich. Th- yes, I don't yes. know why I like blanked <laughs> on his last name. I was staring at all the lever- letters. And that dude is everywhere. I know. I knew his name before I knew his face. Oh, like, really? Yeah, because that movie about being John Malkovich. Oh. Like, and everyone's always talking about him, but I was like, what does he look like? And I didn't recognize his face or absorb his face uh-huh. until Bird Box. Because oh, he's the crazy ass dude in yeah. Bird Box. You know, and I'm like, who is this man? And why is he in this movie? And I was like, oh, <laughs> he just plays himself in every movie. Yeah. Right, Adam? Like, he just basically plays himself. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very rarely is he not John Malkovich. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, there's a thing called just Malkovich in it up. <laughs> That's what he does. So, um, and then, of course, Megan Fox. And uh, as I mentioned, 2010s were really her heyday. And then she faded 
due to being blacklisted, basically, after that, which really sucks because she she's pretty funny. And, like, I I think she's an okay actress. She's Didn't not, she have kids, though? But she yeah. had kids with Brian, Brian Austin Green? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and then she was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I never hmm. watched the reboot. Yeah, well, that should definitely be on the show. Is it oh, that yeah. bad? Oh, yeah. no, I mean, like, bad. was it a bomb? Uh, I don't I th- think it was because there was two mm. of them. Yeah, it was two of them. I don't know, but I feel like it's a pretty bad movie. <laughs> Maybe someday when I launch the Patreon, we can talk about it. <laughs> okay, so um, as we do, we always focus on like movies that bombed in the box office. In this film, definitely bombed. Um, do you want to give a ballpark of like how much do you think it, it was budgeted and then how much it made? I think I actually looked it up, but okay. I don't remember the exact figures. I assume they probably budgeted like what fifty million uh-huh. and, and they got like seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Am I close? Am I close? Um you tell me. Budget forty seven million. You got that. Pretty okay. close. And then a box office, $10.9 Oh, that's not bad. I mean, uh, they lost $30 million. It was, but they made back one, oh, one-fifth of their budget. So, it's, yeah, it's okay. not great. Okay. Okay. So, um, okay. As we do, give me your pitch of, like, how you would have fixed this film. First and foremost, I would have been more clear or obvious with the relationships because it wasn't till the end of the movie that I realized that the best friend was the son of the army dude that he's trying to kill. Yes. And I was like, what? I was like, why does he care? You yeah. know, what's going on? But maybe they did that on purpose for the reveal. I think it was yeah. mentioned at the beginning, but it was never that clear. Like, yeah. it was never like, oh, like, you stole a yeah. family. And so we're going to steal your family. But I'm like, whose family did he steal? <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Uh, so my pitch, so that that's your pitch. And you, you yeah. just want clear character. I, just, I want clarity. I want to remove the random ass graphics. Yes. I want to remove the um, acid <laughs> acid scenes. Yes. Um, we'll get into that. <laughs> I would also like to remove the <laughs> the sexism and misogyny. <laughs> oh, yes. That would be very lovely. Uh, an objectification of uh, Megan Fox. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, that's just what I remember off the top of my head. But we can go through each. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So my pitch for if they ever remake this, and I doubt they will, mm-hmm. um, is to hype up the horror aspect of it. It is literally called Jonah Hex, and barely any hexing happens. Hmm. Like it's just a touch of like hex stuff. So like like maybe make it more horror driven. Interesting. Yeah, because since he sees dead people yeah. and talks to dead people, there's only like cool dead, two cool dead scenes. You yeah. Know, where you see the graphics and they turn blue. And, yeah. And the hellhounds. I was like, ooh. Yeah. You know. Okay. I was like, when I looked up 47 million was go- gone into it, 
where did it go? Like <laughs> in those acid scenes. Yes, <laughs> probably. And it's like again, it, I I I was telling you guys that it the runtime runtime was literally just eighty minutes, wow. which is insane. Like it's an extremely short film. What are films usually like? One twenty, ninety. It's like ninety minutes. Okay. Like a a comedy would be ninety minutes. Okay. And then maybe an action scene would be a little longer than, or action movie would be a little longer than that. Yeah, okay. Oh, <sighs> okay. We got that out of the way, so let's get into the movie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the fun part. Okay, we open on a, war, a Civil War montage, and then a coffin with a crow, and then a voiceover by none other than Joss Brolin, who plays said character John Hex, Jonah Hex and it says choice caught me a uh, co- choice cost me more than I bargained for yeah and that I we were completely unclear of what choice he yeah, made yeah I'm thinking like the civil war like did he join the confederate team instead yeah. of the like I was like what, what was the choice but I guess it, it was like the anti what are the teams you know it's like <laughs> yeah let, let's kill innocent people versus let's kill bad people yeah and um and another thing there were no black people in this movie. <gasps> and it was about the Civil War. Or like yes, post- there was. The there was one guy. That dude in his kid. He was like, it's 4th of July. <laughs> about to celebrate, bitches. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that one dude. Wow. We'll, we'll even- get to him. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> like, if you really think about it, where were like, like, they huh. really didn't really talk about what the Civil War was really about. You know what I mean? Huh. And, like, everybody looked like they were on the Confederate side. So mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Yes. Clarity. Dude, I told Mary, like, she told me to save my details for the podcast. But I literally had to rewind the movie about six times. Because every time I was starting. watched this movie six times? <laughs> no, I, had, I watched the first ten minutes six times. Because it was so boring or chaotic that my mind started wandering seriously no this was literally my train of thought <laughs> war is that michael fassbender that's michael fassbender <laughs> imdb scrolling what is he doing in this film hmm, interesting then going back rewind who the fuck is that wait a minute what what are they doing <laughs> rewind <laughs> do it again and i'm like and it, yes i'm like michael- do i have adhd or something <laughs> like, and, and yes Michael Fassbender was in this film. <laughs> he was very in this film yeah. as a leprechaun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense to his half Irish heritage. Is he half Irish? He is. He's half Irish, half German. Oh, and I okay. only know this because I briefly had a crush on him. I feel from like, what, 2008 till like 2012. I don't know why. So I, I, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's because of shame. Yeah, oh yeah. I was thinking about shame. But I was like, man, Michael Fassbender is cool. But anyways, like, then the tribal tattoo was yeah. distracting. So then I started Googling that and then found out okay. that only Native American women had it or mostly. It, it, it was a sign that they were mature enough. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is historically inaccurate. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot going on, man. Well, it's a comic. It's a graphic novel film. What can we say? And then, okay, so getting back into it. So we cut from these, like, montages of the Civil War. We cut to um, 
Turnbull, the um, arch nemesis of Jonah Hex, he's like strapped Jonah Hex into like this like cross thing or something right outside of his house. And he he kills his family mm-hmm. because he kind of talks about it in this instance where like he like Jonah Hex wronged him and killed his son or something like that along yeah. those lines. And then um, instead of killing Jonah Hex, he just brands him on his face, and then it turn. And then this is what you were talking about, where it like all of a sudden the scene just turns into comic book mm-hmm. like drawings of like the events between that that past. <laughs> it's gonna be very confusing. I'm sorry. Uh, between what happened to Jonah Hex's family to what Jonah Hex is in the present day, I guess. Um, and it doesn't make any sense because, like, why not show it? Because you clearly had enough time in, yeah. in the movie. It's 10 minutes to yeah. show the, the Native American people giving him special powers. Yeah, or, yeah. You know. Like, and so it kind of talks about how, like, this medicine man saves him. He can, and then he gets the power to talk to dead people. And I was like, cool, show that. <laughs> yeah. Does not yeah. show it. Uh, and then turns out that, um, and then in the end of this comic book montage, it shows that Turnbull died in a hotel fire. Then uh, Jonah Hex, after that, like is like, I my nemesis died. I guess I'll just turn into a bounty hunter. Yeah, you know what? So I guess this is related to better pitches. They had too many goals. Like, yeah. Like, what is it, uh, resolutions? I don't know the correct film terminology. But I feel you should just have, like, one main thing that you're just trying to do. Yeah. And I feel there was, like, eight. Yeah, there was, like, a million, and you don't really care because none of these characters were, like, fleshed out at all. Yeah. Like, you kind of see, like, why, like, Jonah Hill— I keep on saying Jonah Hill. (laughs) Jonah Hex. Is that is, your pitch that Jonah Hill should be in yes, this? Yes, okay. That would be funny. I will, I will add, tack on to my pitch that Jonah Hill will play mm-hmm. Jonah Hex in the next re- reiteration. <laughs> but hey, guys. <laughs> okay, so um, he turns into a bounty hunter. And then we cut back to live action, finally. And then it, uh, like, after the successful hunt for, like, bounty, um, Jonah Hex is on this horse dragging three bodies with him. Mm-hmm. And then he comes into, like, this dusty town. Um, and, like, his, his it's revealed that his face is all gnarled and, like, grotesque. And I was like, that would be cool if he, like, really played into it where, like, it kind of, like, showed more of like there's a hole in his cheek Ooh, like a uh, two-face and Batman. yeah yeah and you can see the teeth like, yeah that's scary yeah it would add to the coolness of jonah hex like emphasis on the hex part really um so he brings in these bodies and then the mayor tries to scam him yeah like he was like um because he was supposed to kill four dudes and then apparently he was like he just chopped off the fourth head the fourth guy's head and then throws it at the mayor and then um like saying like like oh he was too fat for my horse or something <laughs> that was i think that was one of the lines for the reason why he like didn't have the fourth one and so um and then like cuz he didn't the mayor didn't want to pay him and then he notices that there's like five coffins and then he says, quote, don't you need eight? Because there's eight 
dudes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, or like some or something like that. Like he there's eight dudes in front of him and he like decides to shoot them up. <laughs> and like he throw he pulls out a machine gun on the town. Yep, and it was a CGI machine gun machine gun. Was I do it? remember that detail. Yeah. It was it was like very metallicized and shiny. <laughs> and you know, and it shows the bullets flying out three yeah, yeah, yeah. D matrix style. Oh, yeah. It is a detail that I'd like to erase from my memory. Yep. <laughs> and so and then um and then he kills the mayor, gets the money. And then makes a random dude the new sheriff. Yep, the uh, the town mentally incapacitated man. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Politically um, correct. <laughs> and then leaves with the town exploding behind him. That was after, my favorite part. After he crowned a new sheriff for the town, it explodes. He just leaves it as a dust basically what is a movie without some dude or woman walking away from an explosion you just have to have it you're right just always <laughs> so we cut to um like we see a scene of like this train coming in and or like uh going through and there's like this weird cgi or like um digitally done like scene where this like paper that shows jonah hex <laughs> a wanted man for five hundred dollars like floating and then hits the um the um the train and I was like wait why is he wanted like what is going on like I is it because he murdered the mayor but how much time has passed between like and plus this is the old west like how does how does information travel that fast you know yeah, what I mean by the wind yeah true and it's not even the west it's the east coast because it's after the civil war wow. That is so true. They were in D.C. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. This movie. Wow. This. Yeah. This is why I had to rewind and 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 look up historical facts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anywhere in the South looks like a dusty Western town. Like, I don't think so. Huh. At least, like, not to my current knowledge. I could be wrong. Um. So it turns out this train is full of soldiers, and I could not tell which side these soldiers <laughs> were on. <laughs> but I guess it, it is like after the Civil War, so that means that it would be like the Northern soldiers. Yeah, I just love Fastbender. Oh. I was like, oh, he's about to pull some tricks. Yeah, <laughs> this <is> magic bag. <laughs> okay, so there's men on like so um, they go through the cart in a cart. And, like, this kid's like, who is that? And, like, these men are riding along the train on uh, horses. And they are clearly there to rob the train. Like, that's what men on horses with cover bandanas over their faces do. And then um, it turns out the rails are rigged by Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Who, (laughs) his name, what's his name? Like, I forgot. It was Burke. Burke, yes. You don't know his name until, like, maybe three-fourths into the movie. Like, I totally forgot it. I didn't write it down at all. <laughs> and, um, okay, so, and he's, like, ringing, and he's, like, whistling, too. It was, like, and I was, like, who is this man with tribal <laughs> tattoos? Like, what the heck? And then the conductor jumps out of the train. I, like, did, I don't remember that part. Did he do a barrel roll? Yeah, out of the train and <laughs> left everybody in to fend for themselves. Um, and then um, they take, like, so these robbers decide to take only the 
front of the train with something that the, the soldiers were guarding, I think. Mm-hmm. It was not very clear. I think it was probably the pieces for the, their their national yeah. terrorist attack. Yes, yes. I'll get to that. It. I think it, it was definitely a piece, but it wasn't very clear of what, mm-hmm. what they're trying to do. Okay, so, like, they take the first half, like, the first uh, part of the train, and they're, like, going, and then the back of the train, all the people in it die <laughs> because of the explosion. <laughs> there was no reason for them to kill those, these people other than they wanted explosions for this this movie. Michael Bay. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> it wasn't even the director. No, it was Jimmy Hayward. <laughs> Let us not forget his name. Jimmy Hayward. Um, okay, so... Um, the, so apparently the news travels back to the president. And again, they don't really make it very clear as to how like this news is traveling. Because again, it is the old, old time. And not even the West. It is the East Coast. <laughs> well, they had um, the the Morse code telegraph. Yeah, that's true. But like it was nowhere near like that explosion was like in the middle of a field. Like there was no mm-hmm. town There's near no cell it. Phone. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, and also, where were they going to take that that train? Because a track only goes one way, you know? It would have to hit, like, I am, hmm. I am poking so many fucking holes in this this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why they have experts for films. I had no yeah. idea. Like, they hire professors and PhDs and other people. Even if it's, in, if it's sci-fi, you know? Yeah. And it's not real. You need to have some touches of reality. I know. They, like... Yeah, like, that train kept on, like, that part of the train kept on going. So it would have hit a town where <laughs> they could have had soldiers to fight these guys. I am... Well, just, there would be no cell phone for them to tell. Like, there, no one would be waiting and expecting an explosion if it was, like, in the middle, right? That's true, but it's, like... A, Unless it, someone was, like, telegraphing through the from, railroad, like, as it was exploding. Like, help, SOS. But the thing <laughs> is that it's an important, like... They, it, this piece was being guarded by the soldiers. Oh. So why wouldn't there be soldiers at the town waiting for this piece? You got nothing, Adam. I got Adam. nothing. I got nothing. Uh, you yeah. got nothing. <laughs> That's why you're not you're not hosting the show, okay? <laughs> okay, so like this news travels back to the president. Turns out, bum bum bum, <laughs> Turnbull is alive, <laughs> which is. The dumbest reveal of all time because we all knew he was gonna be alive. Yeah, it was unnecessary for him to be dead. Yeah. The fake like, out. Yeah, because like it literally was probably like 10, 15 minutes between like um, the time Jonah Hex thought he was dead and then like uh, and then revealed that he was alive. <laughs> yeah, there was like no breathing room there that is so true like if he's gonna be this mystic bounty hunter do more montages of that for the majority yeah. of the time and then be like oh by the way this dude's still alive yeah and also mm-hmm. if he could talk to the dead why wouldn't he talk to turnbull like ooh. well because does he have to be near the physical body yeah he has to touch it but and like if his body's missing yeah it's true hmm. but they didn't really clarify like what his bounds of like how to talk to the dead was like yeah yeah, there was like no rules to it, like except for the dirt makes them feel good. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we'll, it burns. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so um, the president thinks that they're um, go- uh, that Turnbull is planning this attack on the on the 
centennial of the nation. They think he's building a weapon, which makes sense. Like, why wouldn't... Also, why wouldn't the president know what this piece was for? You know what I mean? What was it for for them? Like, you know, like, what were they doing with it? There was no clarify, <laughs> like, clarity on what that, that piece was to the government. Yeah. Why and, did they have it? Yeah. And why was it so important? Yeah. Mm. And um, so, so the president literally is calling for them to go get Jonah Hex to help the nation. <laughs> that was... It was the most distractingly dumb part <laughs> of the film. We need film. a national hero. Yeah, it was literally like little Pull him Lule. from retirement. Yeah, yeah. Give him a gun, like basically. So we got to the saloon. Jonah Hex um, enters it. Someone tries to start shit with him. And like they were like talking about his face and like they wanted to do a showdown kind of thing. And then instead Jonah Hex just pulls the trigger and kills him, like knocks him out of the window. And um and then he it cuts to Lila, who is Megan Fox. And she, it's after she, she so so Lila or Megan Fox is a hooker in this. <laughs> yep. And uh I was like, fine, it's fine. Like sex workers and these rights too. But she is like a flat character. They did nothing with her. Even though she's so she's pretty interesting too. Like she she knows how to fight. She's like um she's definitely like she she had no waist too. Like I was saw that the thing, the uh the constriction. The, yeah, the, the corset. Cor- I was like, oh my god, I was like, is that real or CGI? It's apparently real. Wow. I think it is. Um and she so she looks so young in this movie. She looks very, very young, especially next to Josh Rowland, who is apparently her love. Or his, she is his love interest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like disgusted thinking about it because she is probably like, how old How old would she be at that like, time? Very young. 28? Like still in her 20s. Yeah, like probably very, because like right now, I think Josh Rowland's 67. What? I think it. he is. He's pretty up really? there. I'm uh, maybe fifty-seven. Maybe I'm wrong. I was he was like, born in sixty-eight. Uh, so that would be <laughs> mm, <laughs> pull out calculators. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not gonna show how bad 51. I am. Fifty-one. Okay, 51. so he's fifty-one. It wasn't too bad. And so like he would be forty something uh, in for this movie. Right. Yeah, because it was ten years ago. Yeah. Or nine years ago. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yes. Yes. We are 2019. <laughs> what? <laughs> what year is it? But yeah, she was very young next to him. She's half his age, basically. And um, so it's... But I, I'm fine with, like, age differences, but make her more of his equal, if you will. Like, make her, like, smart and, like, have witty lines. Because both of them are so flat. I'm trying to remember. Like, my only bone I had to pick with her is that her name was not Delilah. It was Tallulah or something random. But her nickname is Lila. Yeah. That's the only thing that stuck with me. And I was like, when you had an opportunity yeah. to be Delilah, which I think was a prostitute in the Bible, too, or a seductress. Oh, really? They, yeah. So they could have gone, like, super cool and meta. Yeah. But and 
that would have added to like the whole like hex thing too, like yeah. like a biblical stuff. Yeah, add some layers to it. And I think she was smart. You know, she was a businesswoman. Yeah, she had firm boundaries. I was like, yes, girl, you get your money on your <laughs> own terms. <laughs> yes, in this scene where it's first yeah. introduced, she's like finishing her job, and she's like getting money from this dude who's trying to wife her. Like, <laughs> he's, like, trying really hard. He's, like, trying to, like, tie her down. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, she's awesome, but also she's so flat. Like, what? Like, yeah. I don't know. She, like, again, it is the face of an angel that is Megan Fox, but in a waste of it, a toothpick <laughs> that is Megan Fox. A waste of Barbie. <laughs> yeah. That, and, but still, like, that doesn't... Like, she could be so much more. Like, yeah. we again, this is, like, 2020 uh, hindsight. We've had, like, Westworld where all these, like, the uh, prostitutes are, like, a lot more wittier, even though they're mm. robots. But they're still <laughs> great. <laughs> okay, so, um, so this guy, and then she pulls a gun on him and, like, tells him to leave, basically. And then after that, Jonah Hex shows up and... It is sexy time. Yeah. It's like, Jonah, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. After like, all these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, like, a, a clear history between them. So I'm like, how long has she been in a prostitute? She's in her 20s. And it was, like, all these math questions <sighs> happening. I just didn't like how he was just, like, kind of shaming her. Like, damn, how many dudes have you had in here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, dude, you disappeared. Yeah. She needs to survive. Yeah. Where the hell have you been? Yeah. You ain't paying our bills. Yeah, right? He is clearly not. And he never gives her money, too. So Hmm. what, like, there was, like, no. Why is she loyal to him? Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah, like, where's a backstory? Like, did he save her life previously? Yeah, or something like that. There was no real, like, there was a supposed history, but then, then nothing really, like, solid between them. Okay, so after a fadeaway, we assume they have sex. Because, like, they're, they're wrapped up in a sheet kind of thing. And then she starts counting out his bullet holes. Get ready for this, Adam. Okay. Because he never watches any of the, uh, the Oh, films. really? I thought you saw it. No. Oh, wow. Okay. And so he just, he watches it through us. Mm-hmm. I, I experience it through Mary. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. So, okay. So she starts counting out his bullet holes. Because, so he's near immortal he kind of says that where he can he survives a lot but he could die Mm. um and so like like she starts counting and then at four they start going at it again (laughs) and then it fades away (laughs) so she counted four bullet wounds and then got her going yeah (laughs) she wanted some after that where were they located at on his chest. Mostly in his chest. Yes. He's like, yes. Ooh, you're okay. badass. Yeah. Knock um, me up. <laughs> and then the next morning, he tells her he's moving on. He's and she wants to go with him. But he says, Everyone close close to me dies. <laughs> that is like a classic line of any Western. That's but a pretty yeah. Western trope. Yeah. 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 But we're not in the West. This is yeah. driving me insane. Um Okay, so the uh, so after he's like getting up dressing, and then the government finds him, and he's like, 
this is the line you were talking about where he's like, woman, how many guys <laughs> did you have after me or something? I was like, ugh. Ooh, I shuddered. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, and can I add this comment? Uh-huh. Will Arnett, I cannot imagine him in anything serious. Yes. So him being in this movie, I just see Job the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, casting, come on now. There's like so many other actors that can like, Give the gravity of the yeah. seriousness of this. Even though he was fine. Yeah, he was yeah. fine. It was, I think it was just the movie itself. Yeah. If it was a better movie, he would have been fine. <laughs> oh, we, I can't even do his, his deep voice. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have to take you, Jonah. <laughs> yeah. So um, he responds by saying, um, get lost or get dead. Another like screenwriting gem we're listening to. Oh, and I have one for later too. Oh yes. I'm gonna bang my it. mind. Yeah. Bake it, please. Um and then they inform him that uh, like Turnbull is alive. And then he like everything changes. And then he rides again for the army. He's like has an army hat <laughs> and he's like in it, I guess. Like there was no like time between like him wearing, getting the getup and stuff. It was very strange. It was like just a cut to him riding with the army. So um, the army people, um, the army people have captured one of Turnbull's uh, guys. And like apparently he died while in captivity. Mm-hmm. And so this is where we, this is 23 minutes into the movie that we finally see what is so special about Jonah Hex. And it's a cool scene too. Like yeah. it's a really it well done. Scary, yeah. yeah. Well done CGI. And um, so literally what he does is whenever Hex touches someone dead, he comes alive for a short time. But like the fresher <laughs> they- shaking his head. <laughs> so, so the, I guess we learn the rules here. Kind of the rules here is if like, if they are alive for too long under the, Hex's touch, they start burning up. And like, because, and then they start hearing hellhounds. And I was like, wait, so, wait, so we're <laughs> transmuting the soul from hell to the body, but the soul doesn't realize it's in hell. Cause he was like, the dead body was like asking him questions too. Like, this is like more clarity mm. for us. Yeah. But it didn't make any sense. Like, can I? do some enlightenment right now yeah this is gonna blow your whole premise just off right now okay apparently the uh, his ability to bring people back to life and talk to them was only for the film really it wasn't for the comic book his comic book was his the his only thing in the comic book <gasps> was that he's a really good shot he's got like these kind of superhuman like um he's just like a really good marksman type of thing and uh as like various other more human qualities this whole thing about him having a supernatural powers only for the film wow that was so stupid (laughs) then why wouldn't they like ramp it up yes exactly exactly they they either they went they honestly in this moment it seems like oh how are we gonna get more like um more storytelling out of this oh let's make him have a power to (laughs) essentially get a guy to explain something essentially that makes a lot of sense because there uh, we'll get to this part where like like how like it is definitely an engine for them to move this stupid story along yeah. exposition that's yes. the word i'm thinking yeah, yeah yes um okay so like that makes a lot of sense that clarifies <laughs> so much for me like because there were no rules 
Yeah, but they just wedged in this rule. And then so apparently, so apparently the way to stop this burning sensation for these like dead people was to have dirt. Like what you were saying, Janae. Like <laughs> put some dirt on him. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like this dead body has like just dirt patch on his head. Like that's how it, they fixed Hit it. Hit some ash, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> so he gets the information about Turnbull and then just decides to leave the army behind and then go after him it himself and like I was like okay there was no point for this at scene at all like he could have figured it out he should have just like gone on uh, off on his own kind of thing and just still denounced the army and still like had this like passion against the army how it ruined his life and stuff I don't that could have added more to his like drive too like mm-hmm. that he's extremely anti-government or something <laughs> or like and like I don't know maybe more southern than anything but I don't know uh, yeah so you're changing your pitch to make him a libertarian yes okay. yes Jonah Hill a libertarian yes Jonah Hill a libertarian everybody so he gets the information he leaves for Turnbull at a watering hole we get a flashback to how how Jonah Hex dealt with his face do you remember this scene? How he dealt with his face. So, like, they do this weird flashback because it's after he gets out of, uh, I think it was after he gets out from, like, um, his restraints after Turnbull, like, brands oh, him. Oh, Scarecrow. Yeah. And he's, like, in the desert or somewhere. I think that's his, like, weird flashbacks. Like, his weird okay. memory. I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> but so he gets out and, like, he goes to a watering hole and starts splat, like, splat, like, looking at himself. And then he burns a hatchet and decides to sear himself on the brand so that it stops bleeding, I think? Or something, or, like, like makes the brand less visible. Oh, I do not remember this part at all. <laughs> I don't know wow. why I'm explaining it to you because it has nothing to do with the plot. I just wanted to tell you this. Maybe it does because <clears throat> he wants to be an unmarked man because the mark was supposed to be a sign to everyone and to him every time he looked in the mirror of the trauma. Oh. So he's removing. He's like, Psh, I'm getting this off my face. I'm a free man. That's a pretty good, like, I think psychological analy- analyzing analytical situation right here. <laughs> I think I think it's plausible. Okay, so we go to um, Turnbull, who's at the Southern Mansion, and he's trying to get info on a trigger device for his weapon. And it's like this... It's a really beautiful scene because it's this, like, southern, like, post-war mansion. And it's like, I lied. There are black people there. Oh <laughs> and I don't remember that. Like, I was like, wow, am I post-racial? <laughs> I was like, wow. No, this, this movie like, is so terrible. It's like, it's, like, weirdly erasuring, like, a bunch of, like, historical, important historical facts. You know what I mean? Like, it was just what very were, they? were they service people? Yeah, they were service I people. I just remember the dude at the table. Okay, like, I think yeah. they were, like, tending the garden or something. There was a couple Ooh. tending the garden. Okay. okay. Yes, yes. Um. So, like, uh, he's trying to get this trigger device. He finally, I don't know. And then they cut to Michael Fassbender <laughs> finding yellow balls. <laughs> Yeah, like these huge orbs that are yellow. They don't really talk like they don't really like say anything about it, like what it's for or anything. And if it's magical or it's just yeah. energy. Yeah. 
Or like, it's gold because yeah. he's a leprechaun. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It makes no sense. <laughs> so, this at this point, I was, like, shocked to hear that he was Irish, too. Because he doesn't speak until this point. I can't, I should have written down what, what his first line was. But he says something. And um, he has, like, like, oh, God, it, yeah. The it, tattoo, the movement. Yeah. It's it literally, like, all I saw was magic light. Delicious. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so. Um, Where is this director? We need to have him on this podcast. Yes. And be like, yes. Explain to us what were you trying to accomplish. Yes. So we're at this weird fighting ring. And, like, he's, Jonah Hex is there to find a colonel, I think, for information on Turnbull. And, like, this is the first time we're meeting this guy, I think. I can't remember. Um, and and so, like, as he's discussing, talking to this colonel, we're, like, intercutting between, like, this these two men fighting in the ring. It was, like, the snake man and that other dude. Yeah. Like, uh, so, like, and so this is, like, a second magical thing that happens in the movie is that this being that's being fought in the ring, he's, like, this monstrous thing that like wants to eat the man or yeah, something. Yeah, he's not human. He has venom coming yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah, like, like it. They gloss over it. Like they just like show this guy who has like is a, a snake man who's like bite like trying to bite this other man to death. Yeah, or it, it eat him. They gloss over it. The most a, a pretty interesting part of the uh, film. And so um, Jonah Hex ends up throwing the colonel into the <laughs> ring and then leaves the whole place. And then the whole place goes on fl- fire. And like, explodes. It explodes. <laughs> the- no explanation at all. It does It's just like, well, I mean, like, I guess back then they just made everything in wood. Like all buildings were like, so anything could catch on fire at that time and then just explode. <laughs> And so Jonah Hex decides to go to, this is the part that I was talking about that would like move the story along because they were like, I can't figure it out. Like we need to move the story along. Jonah Hex goes to a graveyard, digs up his friend Jeb, who is Turnbull's son, the one that Jonah Hex killed and started this whole shit. Yeah. Yep. Um. So he digs him up, touches him, comes, and as he comes to life, Jeb starts attacking him. And they start wrestling in the graveyard. And I was like, just kiss already. Right <laughs> 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 oh, they had some animosity in yeah. the trail. And then after, like, after he stops attacking and there's this soft moment between the two of them. And, like, Jonah Hex is apologizing for, cur- ki- like, for killing him. And then they kind of explain like why this this whole thing happened. It was because Turnbull wanted them to like shoot up a hospital for some reason. And I think it um and then so Jeb was like under like the commander of that unit or something and then jo- Jonah Hex like decided to kill Jeb to prevent from shooting up or exploding this like cuz Jeb was going to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Right, for diso- uh, disobeying orders. And uh, oh, that is, if 
that doesn't say uh, like libertarianism to to anybody. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Um. So so Jonah, I guess again, this is like doesn't make because the, they never laid down this like wall for this um storyline. Jonah Hex asks Jeb where his dad is because he's been watching them from hell. Dead people can see us. Yeah. So so that's how they move the story along was because Jeb told them him where his dad was. I am losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the moment I was like, it, it makes sense. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. He, he would know. Yeah. Um, because the other dead dude knew where he was too. Yeah. Because he was like, oh yeah, so-and-so, he shot me, blah, 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 and he's in the West mm. or wherever. Okay. Okay. Isn't the point of hell to like be so busy getting tortured that you're not you don't have free time yeah like what maybe the hell? there's purgatory and they they can go in in between but i think he was saying that they he mentioned that they hell was waiting for jonah oh, yeah, that was scary as shit i'm like what the fuck so it's excuse my language can we curse oh, on this yes, podcast yes, yes. <laughs> it's like okay so you're tortured on earth and then when you die you're going to be tortured forever when you get to hell yeah and yeah. he's like well they're going to be waiting for a while because I'm not dying now. I'm like, what? This is absolutely terrifying. There's no there's no positive resolution. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe if he atones, then yeah. he can go to heaven. Yeah, there was, like, no, like, like, like trying to be a better person. He was just like, mm, I'm, I'm going to kill because I'm about to burn. Yeah, like, he was yeah. literally, the only reason why he was kill- going after Turnbull was because he wanted to redeem, like, uh, seek vengeance basically but instead he could have been like like caring more about other people and like learning how to care that that could have been his arc like that he learned how to care more right yeah but he didn't like there was no resolution or his like his arc was just so flat like or they're teaching us a lesson because it was very deep when he was like when you have vengeance you need to set a coffin for yourself and the person you're trying to hurt i'm like damn that is so true (laughs) That was the ending. That was the ending. Oh, like, it was? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was beef. Okay, no. sorry. Okay. No, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll edit that, like, spoiler out for this episode. Oops, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> whole five minutes early spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was, like, three more scenes, and then it's the yeah, end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, truly. Um, so back at uh, Lila, she, like, the man that was trying to wife her tries tries again he shows up and starts attacking her and then uh she kills him um and then over his dead body she says ain't much for being owned and i was like yeah hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like but you owned by jonah yeah oh Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. the teases let's Mm -hmm. see okay um so um Hex, so Hex goes back, goes, okay, I wrote this. Uh, Hex goes to one black guy. And I said the West, but it's not the West. It's like the one black guy of the South, I guess, for weapons. And then the guy says the only reason why Hex, like, explains this. Because, like, the whole time you're like, why are we rooting for a Confederate man? Yeah. And he's this one black man. Says, 
The only reason why Hex works for the South was because he didn't like being told what to do by the government. Wow. It was... To set up there. One in the same. Yeah. It was... So, I was like... So, he... He, like, just glossed over the slavery part or, like, everything else. Like, it's just... It was so mind-boggling why they were trying to explain away his, like, allegiance to the Confederates or something. Yeah. Ah. They should have just ca- had him, like, a racist and then at the end, like, learn his lesson or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Your pitch is Jonah Hill's a racist. <laughs> yes. And a libertarian. Yes. And then he gets lynched at the end, I'm, yes. I'm assuming? Okay, yes, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> okay. Um. So, okay. So he gets, he, like, gets all these guns, like, all these, like, imaginary guns. That are so stupid. And then I he, remember them. One looked like a wallet. Yeah, it was like was huge. Like, was like, what is? I've never seen a gun like that. Yeah, like what kind of clip goes in there? Yeah, it is an imaginative work of stupid. <laughs> Dang, you really hate this movie. I'm trying to respect the artist because you know there were hundreds of people that dedicated years of their life to make this film, and I would like to publicly say that I respect those in the arts. And the effort that they put into their these movies, you know, <laughs> trying to understand and be kind and have constructive criticism. Oh, hey, your phone's ringing. Why does it say Jimmy Hayward on it? <laughs> oh, 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 what? What? <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> okay, so we cut back to jo- a hex going to a fort, and um, he's like killing all these like. He just kills everybody and then gets into the fort. And then he goes to, like, this, like, blueprint of something of, like, a weapon. And they've been talking about this weapon for a very long time. And you don't really know what it is. But it turn And then, like, it intercuts with um with him looking at these blueprints and Turnbull talking to uh Burke, Michael Fassbender. Um, and this is... And, Turnbull is like just explaining everything about this weapon. It's just con- it's extreme exposition to the max. And um so they decide that the attack will happen during 4th of July and um and oh so also back to the man who sells uh sells Jonah those weapons. He says that he's bringing his sons to the 4th of July, to Washington to look at the uh, 4th of July, like, celebration and stuff. And so I guess that was, like, the one thing that I guess Jonah cared about. Like, they wedged (laughs) that in to make it seem like he cares about, like, something, I guess. Hmm. It was, like, something. It was out of place. And it just didn't make sense. I'm trying to remember the words, but I just see the little boy looking up, like. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll get to that. <laughs> um, so, uh, so <clears throat> they, so as Jonah Hills or Jonah Hex is trying to find um, a Turnbull, they spot each other, and then a shootout happens. Like, and then like he starts shooting these fire flamethrowers too, and it was just like so over the top. And then he and Michael Fassbender are like at a shootout. Um, but he gets shot and like he's getting weaker. And so like also to rewind, uh, Lila points out that one day a bullet will kill him. 
So it's kind of, I guess in this scene, you kind of see him slowing down after being shot. And so he, it's so I guess it's like insinuating that he's going to die soon or something like that. And unnecessary fake out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so like um, they fight each other. But Hex is getting weaker, so he runs away. And then, like, in the middle of like, this Who forest... Who is that dog? Yeah, okay. So this dog he saves at that fighting ring is following him around. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. so, like, uh, it's an unnecessary adage to his character. But there is a dog. And so, um, in this weird fantasy, Hex comes out of the red, like, ground. Like, like his eyes open in this, like... <laughs> dirt red dirt <laughs> and then he like like lifts out of the ground and then starts fighting turnbull in this fantasy but dies in it mm-hmm. in his own fantasy he dies um and then so we cut to turnbull at like outside of this like town and um he's like testing out the, his weapon and it like kind of intercuts with like the president getting the intel about the town that gets decimated in a few minutes. Like so it's like intercutting between them. And then the town like so like, you get to see how this thing works. So it's like a sl- giant like catapult that launches like metal balls a bunch of them into the town and then they launch the yellow balls that causes a huge explosion. And I was like why don't you cut out the middleman and just do dynamite? Like throw dynamite well, one, into the town? This is more diabolical. It has more power. Yeah. Okay. It, and it had to be extreme enough to kill everyone. Like I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Is is Jimmy Hayward on speaker right now? Is he trying to like <laughs> yes. feed lines into your yes. ear? Right now? Me. I was like, oh, oh, what, what? Okay, and <laughs> okay, okay. And and so those balls are actually in the Avengers universe. Oh, okay. they're one of the missing stones. Oh, that's strange because this is a Thanos. DC comic. Yeah, it's connected. That's very this, strange. This, this oh, is, so this is where it the was movie crossover. the two connects. I was like, what? Oh, crazy! It was oh. definitely before its time. Then, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, where are we? So. Uh, like the town gets decimated. Lila gets a visit from Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this would be some hot sex thing right now. <laughs> um, but they start fighting and she he punches her and she gets n- knocked down and it was brutal. And he like just kidnaps her. And I was like, girl, get more weapons. She could have beat his ass. Yeah, she I, could, I think yeah. she could have. She could have. She could have pulled it. Like, there could have been, like, a cool fight scene between them. But they decided, no, they wanted him to punch her in the she face. She needs to be the object that yeah. Jonah has to save. Yeah. This is his second motivation. Yeah. Vengeance, but, ooh, no, his side piece is going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, in a field, Hex gets dragged by um, Native Americans who I assume are the same ones that gave him this power from the beginning. I think they're crows. That's what he was mm-hmm. saying. They were crows. That's why crows are like constantly throughout the film. But again, they have like no place in the story. And um, in this flat, and then um, as he's getting dragged, there's a flashback to his wife and kid who are Native, Native American. I was like, oh! That was like such a weird reveal, but I was like shocked by it. 
the twist. And then I was like, so are the people saving him, his in-laws, are they related? Yeah. Is this is why they're loyal to him because yeah. why can he of misogynation? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Why couldn't he, like, speak any native tongue? You know what I mean? Like, the, why couldn't he speak? That would have been a cool, like, adage to it where he, like, hmm. is. there was, like, native people who are walking around and he like, say something to them or something. You know, like, hmm. it was just. Again, there was a, this was a completely white movie. There was like barely any like maybe one Native American who was a bad guy, but he didn't really say anything. Yeah, yeah. There was so many opportunities for cool things because I know like in Native culture, there's a lot of connection to animals yeah. and spirits and the afterworld. I assume. I think. But anyways, yeah, like communicating to the crows yeah. or like having maybe. I know this is problematic, but even having an, a Native American sidekick, that yeah. would have more sense to. Yeah. That kind of helps them out. Yeah. It would have been. Uh, yeah. And like those crows follow him around. Why couldn't he talk to them? Like what was hmm. their purpose for following him around? Like because I know like uh, the, uh, a bunch of crows are called a murder. So like there <laughs> is like a like a death kind of attachment to them but why weren't they and you Edgar Allan Poe yeah yeah you know, why wasn't Edgar Allan Poe in this movie <laughs> he should have been like a book that's on a bookcase yeah yeah um so okay where are we uh, okay this is the most weird part so the natives are like trying to resurrect uh Jonah and all of a sudden, a crow crawls out of his mouth. Yes. A crow, like, all this, like, coloration, like, goes from his body into his mouth, and it crawls out of his mouth. And then he sits up, and it's, like, this weird speed up, too. Like, everything's just sped up. He sits up and yells, Turnbull! <laughs> and he decides to work with the army yet again to take... Turnbull down. He got a second win. Yeah. Um, so at the planned location of attack, Hex shows up. Turnbull kills the rich southerner who, like, like it was like, a very ancillary character, but, like, he was just there. And it was also played by Wes Bentley. The guy with the, the paper bag from, uh, or a plastic bag from American Beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. He's from American Beauty. Um, and he's in... Um, Hunger Games? Uh, yeah, Hunger Games, yes. Um, so he dies. And then as Hex is trying to sneak on the ship, Michael Fassbender attacks him. They fight. Ends with Michael Fassbender's murder. Where he, like, murders him. And then um, he, like, uh, he says that it's for his wife. And then he touches him to... Brings them alive. Mm -hmm. So this is the third time he touches uh, someone <laughs> to bring them alive. Um, and he grab uh, like, and like he burns him. Like he like touches him so much that it like burns yeah, him. And then he says, "This is for my son." And I was like, "I guess good for you. Yes, you." <laughs> it's I like either way, he's gonna go to hell. Yeah, so you're gonna let him burn and then go to hell. Yeah, like it was weird because I thought. Turnbull was the one who did it. Like it was well, Fastbender actually carried out the act. He yes. was the one closing the shed and I mean the house in the beginning. I remember oh, him, okay. he was like laughing and closing the door like hey, and <laughs> and shut the door. So yeah, yeah, okay, it makes sense. Okay, 
I take that back. I resend my comment. Um, Turnbull spots Hex, grabs Lila, and puts a gun to her head. Oh, yeah. This scene, I was like, how do they have so much time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is this time? <laughs> we don't know because, like, everything just seems like it's happened within two days, kind of. This whole movie has happened in two days and um and i was like why didn't he just let her die <laughs> yeah yeah like why didn't he just like he he was talking about vengeance he didn't care about her he didn't want to take her with him and like he finally had turnbull like why didn't he just let her die but that standoff scene like was it just me or it was like 10 minutes like the yeah. gun was literally to her head for 10 minutes yeah 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 it was a very long or, like, yeah, it was, like, a very weird scene. Like, oh, okay. So, instead, um, they both get chained up. And this this was kind of a funny part. Like, he, like Hex was, like, setting up this, like, long-ass plan. And instead, like, Lila just gets out because she, like, figures, she, like, knows how to pick a lock. And I think she says, like, Mama raised, or... To, Mama didn't raise Tulula to be a fool, and it turns out that's how we find out that her real name so is irritated. Tulula, mm-hmm. yes, Delilah, Lila, yeah, Lila, Tulula. What? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh. I agree with you. Um, Maybe Lila's like her stripper name. Like that's the one she's going for. Yeah, it's true. Maybe she's like reading the Bible. What you were saying, man. If she's gonna have, if she's gonna go full stripper, it needs to be like candy or sparkles. Yes, it can't be close to your real name. Yes, that's true. It was very like it's like kind of like an off, like a couple letters <laughs> off. It was very close. Um. So hex like. Oh wait, and can I add to that scene? Uh-huh. Like, why why the hell did he say to her, "Use your lady skills and seduce someone"? Like, I sw- I swear he said some like yeah, he said blind. I'm like, what is going on? We didn't have a Me Too movement yet. This is oh. nine years ago, Dang. so we didn't have it. Um, so they fight their way through the ship, and then Hex gets shot, and he's like slowing down a little bit. And um and then it cuts to uh the capital is getting like I guess the capital is getting like those like those those orbs getting shot into like the um the town so it's like the metal orbs like so it's the precursor to like the explosion the decimation and then again like I was like wait why would they have this event still <laughs> if they knew that this was coming they the hmm. president knew that. A town was decimated. Like, how, like, why would he think that this, like, there was no scene where he was like, the terrorists can't, we can't let the terrorists win. Because there was an inside job. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Maybe. But, no, but it was no, not. But it was not. Oh, was the, oh okay. No, not at all. <laughs> like, he still had the 4th of July thing, even though, and he was there, like, the Secret Service, which I'm pretty sure existed back then, like, they didn't like have anything also this was after the civil war where was lincoln oh he, he was dead wait wait how far after like almost immediately <laughs> okay egg on my face i, I do not we, know we need a right. history expert <laughs> to analyze this movie so who was the president after him i think it 
I think it was his vice president, but then Grant should be the president at that current time. Okay, so right? maybe that's who it is in the movie, right? I don't know. Oh, they you don't. Never, you don't meet they, the president. They it is. They we meet the president, but he never. I don't know if we know his name. Uh, if you could look it up on, he's IMDb. just a generic president. Yeah, it's just a generic white guy there. <laughs> <laughs> You're white and old. You could play president. I keep imagining Scott Foley or whatever his name is, but I don't think it was. Him. Uh, no, was it? It. Don't think so. He Am I was... making that name up? Um, so uh, I'll move on and then you can sure. chime in. Um, so like they're getting those metal orbs and then and then Jonah starts fighting, um, fighting with Turnbull in the like the belly of the ship. And then you kind of see this like the yellow orb starts moving up the like the conveyor belt. And Lila, who is on top, who, who's supposed to like knock this guy out is she's on the ground and just getting choked out by this guy. <laughs> and like, she's trying to reach for this hatchet and she like, accidentally... no, this is the long scene. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting choked for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, okay. She definitely is. And I was like, why aren't you passed out yet? Like this is, this is incredibly long. So, um, she, she like knocks this hatchet down and do you have it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it is President Grant. Oh, okay. A, and it was played by Aiden Quinn. Oh, okay. Who is that? <laughs> yeah. We can't go on a deep dive right now. We're just almost to the end. Um. So Lila knocks down the hatchet, and then Jonah Hex like kills Turnbull. Um, and like he's like beating the shit out of Turnbull before. Uh, killing him, and then also in his fantasy they're fighting too. It's like in that red dirt place they're fighting in this fantasy, and they're fighting in real life. They're intercutting between the two. It doesn't make any sense. It's just like some weird. Like I guess it's like a, a like a plane where like the spirits are fighting. I don't know. That would no. probably that be more interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they, it, so he kills Turnbull. The weapon is stopped by like Hex tomahawking <laughs> this, like, uh, this hatchet to stop it from conveying up. And then Hex saves Lila. They fall into the ocean. It's happy 4th of July because <laughs> everything explodes and it's fireworks, I guess. And then the kids are looking up like, yeah, like the kids, the like, random black kids. Like, yeah, <laughs> Daddy, the I was wrong. Happen. There were two more black people. In this, <laughs> with oh those my kids. gosh! <laughs> okay, so um, the then we cut to the end, where the president offers Hex a reward and a full pardon, and he offers him to be a sheriff. Of all of America. <laughs> they give him a star. And he. And quote. The president says. America needs a sheriff. And he. Yeah. Hex turns it down. He walks out. And he walks out of the White House. I guess. And like he meets up with Lila. And I guess they're together. And then she's going off to the sunset. Yeah. And then he. It ends with him. Saying goodbye to Jeb at the gravesite and then riding off. And this is what uh, you were quoted of saying. He, 
like the voiceover ends with, they say men with vengeance in his heart digs two graves, one for his enemy and one for himself. I guess death will have to wait. Ah, this, yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to pick in that last scene with the president. Uh He said something like, I imagine you won't need something. Uh That was a perfect opportunity to say, I reckon. Oh. They, they were not consistent with their slang and their language. No. And that bothered me. It's it's distracting. Yeah. Because you want to be in it and emotionally engaged. But then when little things like that happen that break you out. Yeah. It just, yeah. Yeah. And he barely had like a southern accent at all. Like Jonah Hex. Like he was part of the Confederate. Like why wouldn't he have an accent of any kind? I wanted to hear some N-words. Like yeah. I just, I'm just, get, just kidding everyone. Again, there were no black people. So like, yes. That's probably why actually. Because they would, <laughs> I mean, if there were, there would be some crazy shit happening. Yeah. Sure. You know, like not to talk about Michael Fassbender again, but like 12 Years a Slave. Yes. Like, that oh was, yes. That was a good movie and I was conflicted. I was like, man, he's an asshole in this video in this in this movie but man this is this is real yeah <laughs> okay uh let's take a break <laughs> you don't look so tough it's tough to me not to me watch this hey heck what happened to your face <laughs> Self-shaving. yours. And we're back. Adam, you were saving something, a tasty treat for us? Yeah. You know, one thing I, 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 I look for when I look at the, the information for these, uh, these films is how many producers. Yes. Because usually more producers means more hands on it and therefore a more terrible script. Yes. <laughs> best, best movies have like two producers. That's yes. it. Hmm. So this has 12 producers, which uh-huh. is pretty high. Yeah. Hmm. One of them is not only one of just a just a just a gem of a person, but uh, Joey Triviani himself, Matt LeBlanc, is <laughs> wow. one of the producers on it. Executive producer. What? <laughs> yeah. So he had a call from all creative stuff. Yeah. Like he touched everything about this movie. Apparently. What? Oh man, might as well have been like Joey Tribbiani <laughs> making this film right now. Like uh-huh. it, this film feels like a Friends episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> it feels like it should have been on a Friends episode where jo- Joey Tribbiani is directing his first <laughs> Western but film. Hey, there it is. There I got a pitch is. for you guys. Yes. Okay. So at this point, we do um do our trailers. Um, you're our guest. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first? So basically, I'm just I'm just doing my fake voiceover. Yeah, okay. maybe, maybe you should go first. Just yeah. to, just okay, to, okay, yeah. okay. So, yes, I should always go first, or else they know that I've done this like several times. So <laughs> I, I should know. Okay, so. In a world where Jonah Hill has magic, where he can make people come alive, but he's also on a mission because he is vengeful and a fucking racist at the same time because he fought in the confet like on the confederate side he finds out that one of them likes black people and then kills them and then that's how he becomes branded 
Yes, I'm getting there. He is terrible. And then that's his journey. At, and he still has his magic shit. There's like Native American stuff too. And then we, the climactic end is him dying and learning a lesson that people of color make the fabric of America. <laughs> Internally and externally by his resentment and vengeance through a journey of restitution and community connection. He uh, he resolves his anger and decides to save America. Yeah, and then in this movie, he communicates with the Native Americans the freed slaves and the northerners and convinces the confederates to change their ways and not put a dollar sign on humans but instead improve the environment i don't know like what's another great cause <laughs> find alternate ways to boost the economy of the united states movie. Yeah, it was a very good movie. It sounded like a better version of Green Book. If you oh. <laughs> I've heard mixed reviews about yes. that film. No, like, ah, yes. I okay. love those feel-good stories. <laughs> you turned Jonah Hex into a feel-good story. Yeah, with some badass action. Yes, yes. Okay. So um, we're at the close. Um, would you like to plug anything, your social media or anything like that? It's like, if people think that I'm funny and interesting enough, you can watch me dance with my cat in my Instagram stories at Die Uberfrau. Yes, it is German for the superwoman. Oh. And yeah, my Twitter is named the same. Oh. Where I also post my cat a lot. <laughs> I think I've seen many videos of your cat. Yes, Mo is famous. <laughs> I actually want her to get famous oh. and not me. Oh, Smart, smart. The angle. That angle is very smart. Um, you can follow In a World at all social media platforms. You could just search In a World podcast and you just find this little cute little drawing of me. Then that's me. Uh, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Mary H B N G U Y E N. That's Mary H B Win uh, N G U Y E N. Um, and yeah, that's the end of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Woo! Good night. You're in a world. <laughs>